0: Nancy Richards, on SAFM.
1: Well, our last item on the talk shop right now is, uh, appropriately, is youth. Seventh seventh African Youth and Governance Conference is presently underway in Johannesburg at Midrand, where there are apparently over 100 youth and youth leaders from all across the African continent who all gathered together. And the theme for this particular conference is African Union Agenda 2063 and Post-2015 Sustainable Development Goals, Investing in Africa's Human Capital for Peace and Development. Well, that means a whole lot of things to me, but I can't quite get a grip on it. So we're going to ask our young people who have come fresh from the conference what their take on it and what they see as the way forward, what those particular goals are, how they've prepared. So in our Joburg studio, we've got Arthi Bathoni. He is from Mauritius. Hi, Arthi. Hello, good evening Lovely, you are, she is from Mauritius I'm so sorry, I seem to have a habit of getting people's gender wrong which is very embarrassing when you can't see them Lovely to have you with us, Artie. We've also got Michael Shea with us Michael, I'm assuming you're a guy
2: I am a guy Oh lovely, yes, absolutely Pleased to meet you, how lovely. are you?
1: Excellent, thank you, Ghanaian um, but, but living now in the UK, I think
2: I'm um, born in the UK.
1: Okay, so you're born in the UK. Where are you based?
2: I'm based in the UK, but I'm always going back and forth to Ghana.
1: Okay, excellent. And we've got Tando Sugeu. Are you there? Sugeu? Tando? Hello, Tando? Hello. Tando, yeah. Okay. Good evening. Hello, Tando. Tando Suguevo. Where are you from, Tando? W- okay, I can see there's a little bit of... Um, seat shifting going on. We'll find out from Tanda where she's from in a minute. Okay, I'm going to start with you, Arthi, because simply because you're at the top of the list. There's a very long title to this African Youth and Governance Conference with a, a very long theme. Um, what does it? What do the goals mean to you? What does the theme mean to you? In what way did you prepare for this conference?
0: Preparation for the conference started like a month ago. In fact, I participated in the conference in my capacity of Mandela Washington Fellow. The Mandela Washington Fellowship, uh, also referred to as the Young African Leaders Initiative, it is an initiative of President Obama, as maybe you should already know. Uh, my selection to participate in AYGC, African Youth and Governance Conference, has been a, big, has been a challenging for me. Firstly, because I have been selected to participate here as translator and okay. participating in the translation of documents, English documents in French, and also I have got the opportunity to participate in some of the committees like on the, comi- comi- the Committee on Education and the Committee on Gender and Social Inclusion.
1: Gosh, that's a lot of, uh, lot of things in your jam Jo. Interesting that you're appointed also as a translator because I understand you're visually impaired. Yes, I am blind. Okay. How do you translate? Well, I suppose you, you just translate orally. Yeah,
0: it's so are you, as a, like for discussions, yeah. yes, I translate orally. But when it comes to documents, I make use of an ordinary laptop, ordinary okay. computer, which is equipped with a screen reader. So everything is being spoken to me everything appearing on the screen is being spoken to me and I just give command to the computer as any already person would do. Mm-hmm. So all the documents are being provided to me in subcopy. They are being read to me through the screen reader and then I would type and then uh, transcribe, I mean translate in French and send back the documents. You make it sound very easy. It sounds to me very uh, like you would have to be extremely
1: quick thinking because when somebody is talking, if you, you know, if you're having to sort of interpret or translate uh, almost simultaneously, I think that you, firstly you've got to understand what's being said, not just uh, linguistically, but understand the concept of what's being said, which I imagine is not at all easy. I think we have is now sitting comfortably.
3: Songwevu, are you there? Yes, I'm there. Good evening. Nancy. Okay. Where are you from, Tando? Um I'm from originally from the Eastern Cape but okay. I stay here in Joburg. Okay. Well once we've got you sitting comfortably when you when you got uh were you selected to go to this conference? In fact, um I came into the conference as a co organizer. Okay. Yes. Um I'm an alumni from the Tabombega African Leadership yes. Institute and mostly what we deal with there is implementation. We're introducing implementing the solutions for Africa's development. So I came in there as an implementer. So I'm a partner on this program. Okay. So what are your goals? I mean, two, two things. What are your goals for the
1: whole conference, uh, given the, the nature of the theme? But what are your personal goals? Let's start with the, your
3: goals for the conference. Firstly, um, my goal is to unite Africa, <laughs> especially after the recent Afrophobia, xenophobic yeah. attacks here in South Africa. Currently now we have got youth from over 25 countries throughout the African continent. So my goal was actually to create a social cohesion, that understanding for the youth so and i'm happy that it's actually happening so that was my first goal and my second goal was to actually it is time for us the youth to start acting it is time for us the youth to start implementing we all know what the problems are we all know what the solutions are but now we had people um, that were invited in the conference as experts that actually coming in and teaching the youth on how to implement, on how to get funding in businesses. So those were my two goals. Firstly, uniting the people, and secondly, for the youth to know the implementation process.
1: On the uniting of Africa and, and youth, as you quite rightly point out, we've had uh, way too many incidents of xenophobia in this country. It, is it something that the youth are perpetuating? I, you know, I would like to think that maybe youth are less xenophobic, you know, given how the world is shrinking through social media. Do you think that we're less uh, mistrusting of one another across
3: countries? Um with With introduction of technology and everything, I think it has assisted the youth to be able to be united yeah. so I would say that it is not as the youth that are xenophobic in fact i don't even call it xenophobic. I call it afrophobia because it was black on black hate. We are a generation that um we are a united generation at the at, at, at the moment, but I think it's the elders that um are the ones that will need to be educated more about being African so at this in point in time I would just like to say as the youth I think we are not as afrophobic as xenophobic as possible yeah. but at the same time I'm not taking away from the fact that there are some other people that are like that so which is why we're creating this uh, platform to actually educate and see that we've all got the same vision for the continent
1: Yes yeah, so I suppose set a standard ma- make an example Michael Michael Che you're Ghanaian born based in the UK you, you know, let's try and get a bit of a global persecti- perspective on this so, I mean you talk about you know Tando there was talking about black on black hate what is the situation in the UK relative to the situation in Ghana for instance in terms of xenophobia I know it's a huge question but just put your mind to it briefly
2: It is a huge question mm. um, if I was to just compare what the uh, situation is in the UK with um, the diaspora of um, black let's say Ghanaians and Nigerians and other Af- African of descent people living in the UK, it's more or less seen as a melting pot, I mean there aren't instances of xenophobia if you want to call it that, um, it's more like you may just have um, a slight prejudice to another ethnic group, but it's never manifested as a campaign that can yeah. actually be named as something like xenophobia.
1: When you go back to Ghana, how do you experience it? Do you experience it as a, as a homecoming? Do people embrace you or do they think, who's this guy with a funny accent?
2: When I go back to Ghana, um, they embrace me mm. as a brother who's living in another country. So um yes um they may um joke and say yes um you're from the UK and oh hey london boy and things like that but it's it's all out of jest there is no animosity or um things like that it, it all depends on how you present yourself if you um go back to your home country and believe that you have some kind of superiority because you studied in another country or you've grown up in another country then there is cause for um situations where people w- may feel aggrieved or or um, offended by your actions, but um, as long as you know you embrace everybody, what in Ghana? They embrace you as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know that you've uh, you're from an organisation called Shoot for Your Dreams. Hopefully, we'll be able to find out a little bit more about that. But Arthur, I want to come back to you. Uh, in terms of your, you, although all the things that you've done, you're from Mauritius. What's the situation for young people like in Mauritius? It's often said that when people live on an island, um, all they want to do is get off it. I have had no idea that uh, that's true or not. But the young people in Mauritius, are they keen to see more of the world? Are they keen to develop what they have in their own country?
0: Yes, Mauritius is kind of a very specific uh, criteria in terms of youth development. Yes, we are considered as to be an African country, and yet we are outside the African continent. We are an island in the middle of the ocean. Yes, but through through our technology, we access information about whatever is happening around the world and on the African continent. For example, the event of xenophobia has been very much followed with much interest by youths of my country. There are several opportunities in Mauritius for youths. The civic engagement level of youths in my country is not as much as I would like it to be. It depends on the level of education of the youths. Some group of youths would be very much interested in engaging in their own development, but some wouldn't be. It varies from rural areas to urban areas, and it really depends on the level of education. Yeah always boils
1: down to education, doesn't it? I mean, without education, life is so very difficult. Just in terms of your dreams, I imagine as young people, maybe you have similar dreams, maybe you have different dreams. Michael, just coming back to you, your organisation Shoot For Your Dreams is what?
2: Shoot For Your Dreams is a programme. Um, we use football or soccer um, to engage with um, young youth. Um, what the programme actually does, it seeks out and gives a platform to unsigned under 18 players. So these are players that may have been missed by the academies or through circumstances, through um, having to work um, or provide for their families at an early age, who may have just been slipped through the net, a proverbial net. And so we give them a platform, we invite them down, where we have a panel of experts from around Europe. Um, And the, the panel of experts are consisted of football agents, football scouts, as well as um, experienced players or players who played at a professional level. We have players who played for Arsenal, um, for Tottenham mm. and Lots for of Horsesman. role models. Yes. Are, so you a,
1: are you a role model? Do you see yourself in that role?
2: I, 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 I've tried to um, set an example by um, implementing. So if people want to see me as a role model, then um, that's fine because um, I do have a responsibility for the youth. That I engage with. Yeah,
1: yeah, P- quite important to be a pretty good soccer player as well, I imagine.
2: Um, actually, no. Oh, no. not okay. No, because um, I'm I'm primarily a business person. Okay. I'm actually um, I own the company. Um, I'm a business person, an entrepreneur. So recognizing, as every good business person should do, is recognizing that um, I don't have the skill or the talent to spot a potential player. That's why I bring in a panel of experts okay. who do
1: gosh how very democratic um shoot for your dreams if you want to find out a little bit more i'm sure if you google that uh, michael che is that how do you, how do you spell your surname michael it's k-y-e-i
2: k-y-e-i yeah phonetically
1: K-Y-E-I. because i usually K-Y-E- have to kilo e-
2: yankee echo india
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> very good very good tando just in the, the few remaining seconds that we have left How positive are you as as a young person? How hopeful, how positive do you feel about your future
3: here in South Africa? Oh, I'm very positive. I'm Mm. very positive because there is hope for the future. There is hope for Africa. We are a new breed of people that now we have a new thought. So now we have... We are basically dealing with a new struggle, and this is our own struggle that we as a youth are are dealing with. But everything is currently on board, I would say, but there's still a lot of work to be done. But I am positive.
1: I love that. I am positive. And hopefully you. you all are, and hopefully there's much positive spirit there at the 7th African Youth and Governance Conference mm-hmm. happening in mid-round. Oh, over 100 youth leaders. Lovely to talk to just a few of you. Thanks, guys. Good thank luck. You very much. Take thank care. Thank you. And thanks very much to the teams uh, in Johannesburg and down here in Cape Town, and thank you very much for listening. And don't forget, if there are topics that you'd like to hear about on the talk shop, talk at safm.co. I'm uh, Nancy Richards. Hopefully, no lady will be back tomorrow because she's going to be doing an outside broadcast from Pretoria. So, good luck, my lady. Get yourself better soon. Right now, it's 9 o'clock. It's time for the news with Greg House.